Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Collaboration Show. This is Chuck Anderson here, your host. And uh, as you know, we like to dive deep into uh, business topics that can help you to grow and scale your business. And uh, look, we know that so many of you out there identify as a coach or a consultant. In fact, uh, the last time we talked to our audience, over 85% of our audience uh, are a coach or a consultant of some sort. Now, an inevitable part of that is that you need to get clients and where are you going to get those clients from? And uh, there's a lot of tactics, a lot of strategies that we can talk about, but today, conversation and today's expert uh, is an expert in uh, in in getting you leads through social media and uh, has done very very well in fact uh, he's a two comma club winner with uh, the with click funnels and uh, Russell Brunson's organization which means uh, he's hit a seven figure and beyond level with this so we know that it works and that and, and you know what um, when it comes to social media, that's what I want to know because so much stuff with when it comes to lead generation, especially through social media, does not work. So I have Sam Druce here with me today, all the way from the UK, uh, and uh, you know, just just an all around great guy who it just loves helping people get clients for their coaching business. So Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Really appreciate me being here. Thank you so much, Chuck. Yeah. So, you know, um, I, that's my kind of light introduction of you, Sam, but uh, I think a great place to start with, uh, you know, tell the little folks a little bit more about yourself and uh, how did you come to, you know, be working uh, in this industry and doing what you do now? Yeah. So I think, I think like a lot of coaches and consultants, I really kind of came into this industry from seeing, you know, the, the kind of real famous greats, like, you know, your Tony Robbins, um, like your T. Harveckers. I remember going to Secrets of a Millionaire Mind when I was 18 years old and looking up on stage and just looking around at all the people that were helping and just thought, you know what, I want to do that one day. Um, and for me, you know, I, I really, really just kind of like started my entrepreneurial journey at the age of 18. So I went on my first three-day training at the age of 18, invested in something, tried it, but as every 18-year-old in the world does, Thought I knew everything, thought I knew better, thought, oh, I don't need any help, I'm great. Um, and really from there, I, I, like so many people, I, I just kind of got caught in, you know, we, we call it the golden handcuffs, where I went out, I got a job, it was great. I was like, oh, I have money, I can go to the, I can go out for drinks, I can go out for dinners, go on holidays. And I just kind of stayed there really until it was a day after my 27th birthday. And I still remember I, I woke up with a terrible, terrible hangover the day after my 27th birthday and had to go into work. And I sat there at my desk and went, I, I can't do this for another 40 years. I just, I can't do it. I need to get out. I need to do something else. Um, and that's really when I kind of started and actually took my business seriously uh, and then was able to replace my income within 30 days, uh, within my first six months built into a six-figure business and really from there just kind of scaled that up and just went really deep into how we can use social media, how we can use it, how we can use adverts, how we can actually tap into quite literally billions of billions of people on the planet. And as soon as we really started to focus on that, 
Uh, that's where our, our coaching business really, really scaled up and, yeah, managed to get our two Comma Club Award, um, written a couple of books. Very, very fortunate. One of them was an Amazon bestseller, which is always quite nice. Um, and then from there, I've really just kind of dedicated the, the rest of my life to trying to help as many people as I can to build their own business because you don't really need the stuff that we're told. You know, I have no university qualifications. I have no trade skills. I'm just a kid from England who went, I can do this and didn't give up and kept going, really. And here we are today. Yeah, you know, so I can relate to so much of that. I'm also not university educated or any of that. And so I, I didn't know what wasn't possible when I started my business, uh, business, because I had no education. So with that spirit in mind, you go forward with an idea. Uh, assuming everything's going to work. And so yeah. it, it's a great way to learn uh, and an interesting, uh, interesting journey for sure. Uh, Harv Ecker was like a huge inspiration in, in my life and, and a mentor. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for him, I would not have spoken on stages because he gave me the confidence to do that and, uh, and, and the training and the framework. And I think that's what's important. I mean, if, when you have the training, you have the framework, anything is possible. And uh, in especially with what we're talking about here with 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 coaching. And so many of our coaches identify as solopreneurs, they're doing everything themselves. It's like, well, one day, I'll have a team or one day I'll get to this level, if I can just get more clients. And, yeah. uh, and, and so we want to kind of, you know, give them give them some inspiration of where, where, to, where to go next. But, you know, one, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Sam, is, you know, what, what are some of the, what are some of the problems that you're seeing out there with, with getting coaching clients or generating the leads we need to turn them into coaching clients? I mean, are there some mistakes or some problems with doing that, 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 that are kind of holding people back? Yeah, I mean, from my side, I see that the two biggest problems I see in the coaching business at the moment is the first one is selling people what they need and not selling them what they want. And this is something that when I first started out is, is really what I focused on. Well, they need this. So I'm going to build a coaching program, sell them around this. They're going to buy this. But the reality of life is pe people don't make, we don't buy what we need. We buy what we want. And when I really started shifting that and thinking about it, it just makes such a big difference. Like as an example, we had one of our one of our uh, one of our coaching clients. Um, it was a fitness health a fitness professional that wanted a group coaching, do a whole virtual online coaching, and what he was selling was, well, you need macros and you need this and you need to be able to do this. Here's your macro micro diet. Well, that's what they needed, but nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. So it was the could be the best program in the world. But if people look at it and go, well, I don't want that, they're just they're not going to buy it. So what we did was just quite literally by changing even just the title of what they did. And it was I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it was beach season in six weeks, something like that. Well, that's what people want. Now, look, the program back end delivery is the exact same. But if you focus on trying to sell them what they need, they're never going to buy we need to sell people what they want and then give them what they need on the back end. And it can literally just be as simple sometimes as, as just changing the name, just changing the name. And it just makes all the difference. You know, if your clients want to lose belly fat, don't try and sell them to get a ripped six pack. There's a disconnect there and they're just not instantly going to look at it. Um, 
So I would say that's the, the first main problem. And, and the second one is something I was very guilty of as well. And that is just always trying to get that, what we call in England, we call it getting the free lunch. Focusing on all of these free, secret, hidden strategies that are going to make you a millionaire in four hours. Um, and let, you know, don't get me wrong, look, we, we teach organic traffic, we use organic traffic, but there's a misconception that it's free. It's not free. Nothing in this world is free. You know, yes, with adverts, you're paying with money, but with organic traffic, you're paying with your time. And for me, when we shifted away from that, trying to get everything for free to investing in adverts, which is what it is, it's not a cost, it's an investment. Well, we were getting results 20 times quicker than we would do if we were sitting around staring at a blank sheet of paper going, right, how do I create 400 bits of content for Instagram and Facebook and a blog post? In, and for me personally, you know, I would prefer to get the results now rather than in a year's time. And when people get that kind of shift and realize it's costing me something, pay me your money, buy your time back and get the result 10 times quicker. That's, they're the two biggest things I would say that from my experience, most people are going to struggle with when it comes to a coaching business. You know, one thing that really stands out to me in what you just said is this this whole idea of, okay, I'm, I'm going to focus on free tactics because my budget is low and, uh, you know, I'll build up to that. And, and I get it. I mean, you know, sometimes like running ad traffic, I mean, you really have to have the stomach for it and the budget and the runway and, and I would say patience as well, because it's, it's not a, oh, open your wallet and get clients tomorrow. I mean, there's data and algorithms and all that kind of stuff that you need to know, but same with the so-called quote unquote free traffic, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to write all of this content. I'm going to write a new article every day so that I can get to the top of Google, or I'm going to post yep. four times on, 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 uh, a day on Facebook and 50 times a day on Twitter. And, uh, and I'm going to produce uh, reels and shorts for TikTok and Instagram and, and in YouTube and Facebook and all of this. And you can turn that into a full-time job of just content creation that yep. may not get you a single client unless it's done. Yeah. Right. And so, and this yep. is what we see so many people doing. Um, so I'm glad that you kind of like kind of shone a light on on that and echoed what you know really what we've been saying and 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 believe for so long and that we gotta move away from that kind of stuff. It's not free. I love nope. what you just said. It's not free. There's definitely a cost to all of that. Doesn't matter if it's your time or if you're paying a, a VA in the Philippines, you know, uh what whatever, and, and a lot of people do try that. Um and uh, it's it's not free you have to make the investment and and i would say make the investment into the most effective strategies so which kind of leads me to my next question so if we know the problems and we know those things are super ineffective uh what is effective if you if you were if you were going to start a new coaching business tomorrow and knowing what you know now about what's really working well what would you do so my my kind of as we say like the go-to-market strategy if i'm looking going i want some new clients like I, well, two, two answers here one is i would use facebook and instagram adverts the second one is if you don't have the budget i would still use facebook and instagram adverts because i mean when i first started out we had 
I think it was a thousand, a thousand dollars is what we put into our first month on adverts. Now, for some people listening, that might that might not be a lot. For other people, that might be a lot. But the way we looked at it was how seriously are we taking our business right now? Because I turned around and you know, myself, my business partner said, well, we can't afford it. But then what happened was we took a look at our lifestyle and went, well, every single day I get a $6 Starbucks coffee. And then I get a wrap on top of that. Well, that's $12. Well, if I just don't do that for two months, I've got $600 there. And that's just one avenue. That's just one part of my life. So being able to repurpose the money that you're spending in other areas, rather than going straight out as a cost, it's now an investment into your business. And the reason why I would instantly go to Facebook and Instagram adverts is because you get some of the best target traffic in the world. Like when we start, when we all started a Facebook and Instagram account, I think I started my Facebook account when I was 18 years old. So what, 15 years ago. And what do we do? We go name, email, mobile number or cell number. Oh, location. Let me give you my location. Then it goes through to the next page and it's like, hey, should we just connect you to all your friends? Just click that button. We'll find all your friends for you. It's so easy. God, oh, this is great. Thank you. How convenient. And they go, oh, by the way, what's your marital status? Oh, great. Next page. It's like, okay, anything on here, tell us what you like. Then the next page, oh, tell us what you don't like. So unwitt unwittingly, we've all just given internet marketers every single bit of information they could ever need for me to be able to put the most targeted traffic in front of anyone, you know, and people talk about like Google and YouTube and let, let, they all work. Yes, I get that. For me personally, I love Facebook and Instagram because Google doesn't know if you prefer cats or dogs. Facebook does. Google doesn't know what bands you like. Google doesn't know who you follow. All of that information is there stored straight onto Facebook. And I mean, you can get, crazy crazy specific and I, I always say to people that if you're asking the question how do facebook know this you're asking the wrong question okay the question should be is how can i use this to grow my business like you don't have got to worry about how they got it you've got to worry about how can i use this to get my business because even if you had a budget of ten dollars a day three hundred dollars well you could very easily from that three hundred dollars get it out there as long as you've got the right message you're selling people what they want not what they need You've got a great funnel, a good webinar, maybe you're pushing through to a phone call, but at $300, maybe you make a thousand back. Okay, well, next month you put in a thousand. Now we've got two and a half thousand back. And again, it's that incremental growth, but it's that compounding on it. And when you reinvest back in, you can scale very quickly. You know, I think our, our first month we put a thousand dollars in and got 3,000 back. Month two, 3,000 in, got 11,000 back. Month three, 11, and it just keeps going up, 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 and up, and up. And it's that tangible evidence that you can follow and track. And you get results fast. I could post a blog page and not get any results for a month and not know if anything's right. I can post an advert and then within four days, I know, is this working or is it not? And again, that's really where it comes down to, do we value our money more or do we value our time more? And for me personally, and I'm sure you're the same, as I will always value my time above my money. You know, on my deathbed, I can make money. I can sell the shirt off my back. I could sell it for $10. I can't buy another second. And when we invest in adverts, you shorten that time frame down to be able to get your results. And for me, that's really what it's all about. Because if you earn 10 grand in, 10 grand in a year or 10 grand in five years, well, you've got four years where your life is considerably easier, more relaxed, happier, more fun. 
So that is instantly what I would do was use social media advertising, specifically Facebook and Instagram, and get a damn good funnel out there. Yeah, wonderful. So uh, so I, I would say in our audience, I mean, some people have probably tried ads before and others have not. One thing that I would say a lot of the conversations that I've had and, and that the coaches have in common is that they're trying to do it themselves. And so, and, you know, obviously one of our purposes of the show is, is we're trying to get you to move away from being solopreneur to actually, you know, bringing in the right help, you know, in the right places at the right time. If you think of your business as a puzzle and, uh, you know, running ads to get clients is a missing piece of the puzzle. Who could you bring in to be that missing piece? And, and Sam, you're obviously uh, someone who can be that missing piece, but what, you know, what's your, what's your advice to someone who who's listening and saying, okay, I need more clients. Sam obviously knows what he's talking about. This is working for him. Uh, you're getting great results. You know, what are some of the next steps that they should either be thinking about or taking in terms of, you know, getting this working for them? So if you're in a position where you're doing it yourself, the because I know that appreciate a lot of people are, and I was when I first started, the number one bit of advice I can give you is find someone that has already done and already has the business you have and just get them to teach you. Because again, so many people try and reinvent the wheel. It's very simple. If you're here, find someone that's here and just do everything that they did to get there. The best example I can ever see of this was Steve Jobs. It was superb, a superb bit of marketing. He made the iPad. Everyone loved it. Well, rather than reinventing the wheel, he went, hey, here's our new product. It's a smaller iPad. And then the next one was, here's a bigger iPad. It's just, just copy and rinse and repeat. So if you're doing it on your own, I would say find someone that has the business that you want, has been what you've been through and get the fast track. You know, we've had help and support our entire life rather than call them a coach or a mentor. We've just called them mum and dad, teachers, driving instructors, coaches, as in sports coaches. You know, no one's ever achieved anything by doing it all on their own. Um, and then as you grow your business, the first thing I would say is get it outsourced. Okay, get it outsourced, get it to someone else. Once you've got it up, once you've got it running, my me personally, I like to bring people in-house, train them rather than using outside contractors. Because if you're a coach or consultant and you're the one typing the ads, running the ads, all it's doing is pulling you away from the reason you started this business in the first place, which is to help people. And the more time you spend not helping people, the more you sit and go, why am I doing this? What's the point? I'm not enjoying this. And the reality is, it's not that you're not enjoying your coaching business. It's you're not running a coaching business. You're doing everything yourself. So I would say, get someone to teach you, train you, help you to build that up. Once it's working, train someone in-house, get it off your hands, focus on these high level tasks that you can really do as a business owner to think more, less on that kind of like that micro scale or more on that kind of big picture scale and grow your business as much as you want to. Hmm. I love that answer uh, because not only is, I mean, it's what makes a big difference in our business, but I think it's, it's moving away from that. How do I do everything myself? How do I, you know, how do I do this? How do I become an expert at something I'm not an expert at? And, you know, we, we talk a lot in this industry about zone of genius. 
if running ads is not your zone of genius, find someone who uh, does have that as their zone of genius, learn from them Definitely. or get their help in some way. And that that's what collaborations and partnerships and uh, are all about. So I think really great lead into our to our theme, which is uh, which is collaboration and partnerships and and uh, one of the reasons why Sam why we asked you here is we we like to invite guests who we think are good people to collaborate with so so a couple things I want to say uh, if you are listening in right now and you are you know ads are the missing piece of your puzzle uh, reach out to Sam and we've got links to all his stuff right beneath this video and if you're listening on podcast it's in the show notes uh he's got uh webinars he's got books he's got and 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 all all your all your stuff there is 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 there sam but i wanted to ask you um a little bit about how you approach partnerships and collaborations uh in your business i mean it sounds like you're not doing everything yourself either you you've mentioned a partner several times so there there's a partnership or a collaboration so how how is how's collaborating with others played a role in the the growth of your business it's it's been everything um so my first business was a facebook advertising agency and i was that classic solopreneur and the business was going great. I built it to kind of thirty, forty thousand dollars a month, but I was working fifteen to eighteen hours a day, was earning all this money, couldn't spend it, was just absolutely stressed out my mind. And ultimately, as probably a lot of people listening to this, and probably yourself as well, and every entrepreneur that's tried that will know, I got burnout. So I quite literally walked away from a business that was earning very good money, and I, it's weird to kind of say it but I just lost the love of it as well and you know Einstein defined it perfectly the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results so when I launched this next business the biggest thing was as quickly as we can was building the team around us okay I got my business partner on board and the reason I chose my business partner is because he is the exact opposite as me very easy to want to go into work into business with someone that is a friend. Whereas my skills ha has always been on the marketing, the sales side of things. One thing I am notoriously bad at is these kind of small details like systems, operations, admin. I'm useless at it. Absolutely useless at it. But that is his area of expertise. So we have very, very complementary skill sets. So the things that he lacks in, I'm an expert in the things I lack in that he's an expert in. And even that first initial business partner relationship, rather than thinking, well, I'm giving half my business away. Well, I'm not. What I'm doing is I'm collaborating with a business partner who's going to enable me to 100 times the business that I could build on my own, which is exactly what has happened. And even then from building in our team, everything is all about finding the right people, even on to working with joint venture partners. And the Biggest thing that I've noticed is just building that relationship, you know, building that relationship, building that trust. And you've got to be willing to, to kind of let go of the reins a bit. You've got to trust your team. You've got to be able to just go, I'm not going to micromanage that. I trust them. They're going to deal with it. And look, if you're working with people that you don't trust, then you need to be working with new people. And it's the same thing, you know, when we work with joint venture partners. If we've got a, a joint venture partner in place, 
It's about building that relationship. Okay. Everything in life is a people's game. It's a people's game. You know, when you're doing online marketing on Facebook adverts, it's not tech, it's people. It's a person speaking to another person who's reading your advert. So, I mean, collaborations, partnerships, it's the only reason why I'm sat here chatting to you today, if I'm completely honest with that. Mm, exactly. I, lo I love what you just said, that it's really about relationships. And I think so many people treat uh, partnerships, collaborations, uh, even, even hiring consultants, it's so transactional. And mm -hmm. uh, it's like, oh, you do this for me and I'll do this for you, which, yeah, at some point there's going to be an exchange but beyond that exchange, you know, what's the, what's the relationship? Is it is yeah. is it a relationship that's only good for that one exchange, and then you go your separate ways and you never talk to each other again? And honestly, it takes a lot of work to find good people to have relationships with, and it's a lot easier to maintain those relationships than it is to find new ones. And so, yes. you know, we 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 like to uh treat it less like a transaction and more like a relationship and you know like if you come together and you do something and it doesn't work brilliantly the first time um honoring the relationship it's like okay um how could we make that better the next time right and uh and what else can we we do and 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 not all about that one thing so uh, love 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 your approach to all of that um before we run out of time i want to talk a little bit about your webinar because i know you have the webinar about uh um, you know, using social media advertising to grow six-figure coaching or consulting business. Want to tell a little bit about that webinar? And by the way, uh, if you're looking to register for it, the link is just beneath this video or in the show notes there. So we've made it really easy for you to check out. So, but tell us a little bit more about your webinar. Yeah, definitely. So our webinar effectively outlines the exact steps you need to follow even if, you, if you're an existing coach or consultant, or even if you're listening into this, or you just look and go, well, you know, I'm really good at this, or I'm really good at that, or I'm really good at this, and you're thinking of building a coaching business, it's really about reframing how to build that business. Because as with most things in life, probably just taught the wrong thing. Yeah, probably just taught the wrong thing. And as human beings, we always, always try to overcomplicate everything. You know, we'll take a four-step process and we'll turn it into a 96-step process. And that's where things go wrong as well. So the webinar itself teaches the very four simple steps that you need to be able to do to be able to actually start growing your business. Now, the first thing we need to do is we need to identify a problem. If there's no problem, well, we can't fix that problem. Once we've identified that problem, now what we need to do is we need to find the customer. Then what we need to do is we need to find the solution and then we need to fix that problem. And that's the same in every single business. It's just a very, very simple process. You know, even banks, well, you look at a bank, well, what's the problem? The problem is I don't wanna keep a pile of cash stuffed under my mattress at my house, it's dangerous. How do you find the customers? Well, they go out and find the customers. Well, they, they come up with the solution. We will keep it in a safe, secure location. And by then they fix the problem. And so many people focus on chasing the money. Okay, the biggest, biggest takeaway I could give everyone here today is if you focus on that money, you're never going to earn the money. Because as you perfectly said earlier, you summed it up, it, it becomes transactional. Okay, money is a byproduct of you fixing a problem. Okay, if you can fix a problem, you will earn money as a byproduct. If you chase the money, it doesn't work. Now, we've all been in that situation where uh, you're at a restaurant and you can feel the waiter or waitress is just trying to get a big tip out of you. It feels horrible. It feels dirty. It feels uh, you don't like it. 
So then you give a smaller tip, but that's the wrong attitude as well, but they're trying to chase the money. So if we can reshift that round, focus on fixing that problem, finding that problem, identifying that problem, and having a vehicle of social media adverts, webinars, and conversations, then what we do is we focus on adding value, we focus on fixing the problem, and as a byproduct, your business will instinctively grow. And that's what the webinar is all about, is explaining those steps in more detail, showing you real life examples, showing you how anyone, regardless of experience, regardless of technical ability, regardless of education, can just follow these steps and build and grow the business that they deserve. Mm. Sam, that sounds amazing. And I uh, really appreciate that that explanation and, and quite frankly, everything that you shared here in this episode. And uh, to our listeners, if you would like to learn more from Sam, I mean, you just spent, uh, t- you know, 28 minutes here with us today, and you would like to learn more because we haven't gone into the the tactics. We haven't gone into the, that. And that's what the webinar is all about. I highly recommend just go beneath this video, click the link or in the podcast show notes. Uh, it's free. Go uh, <laughs> register for the for the webinar and Sam will guide you through uh, what your next steps are. So, so Sam, thank you. This has been brilliant and, and I really appreciate everything. Um, and, uh, you know, I, again, you know, collaborations being relationships, uh, this is, this is a great, uh, beginning as well. And, um, I've already got ideas of things that I want to, you know, uh, talk to you about beyond this, uh, which be, um, amazing. Uh, and so, uh, so as we bring this episode in for a landing, I just wanted to ask you one question. This, and I started asking this question just, just because and no, no particular reason. And it's kind of turned into a bit of a social experiment, but, uh, because I'm not, ne- I never know what the answer is going to be, but I, you know, so much of my journey has been about learning and I've, I've learned a lot through, uh, books and mentors and whatnot. And so, you know, we, we, we're, we're kind of like growing our list of books that either we should read or recommending to our, our reader, our listeners. So if you could recommend just one book as a must read recommendation, that's either made a difference in your life or your business or whatever, uh, which one would you recommend? So the one book that I would recommend, especially if you're a coach or a consultant is personal favorite of mine which is how to win friends and influence people for the simple reason being that when you are a coach it is your job to take someone that is in a position where they've got a problem and you then have to then show them a path to a solution as well and if you understand people if you understand empathy sympathy how people work what you can do to help them everything, not just in a coaching business, but especially in a coaching business, everything just gets a hell of a lot easier as well. So that is the book recommendation that I would recommend. Yeah, such a brilliant recommendation. I, I would say that that book there really helped put me on the right path when in terms of being a coach. And when I first started off, I thought it was about, you know, being a great expert and showing people how smart I was and everything like that. And really being a great coach is being a great listener. And it's not really saying anything at all. It reminds me about what he says in that book about, you know, be interested, not interesting. And so many of us are out there trying to be interesting on social media and, you know, our emails and all of our marketing. And it's like you said, be, you know, empathy, sympathy, you know, understand what's going on inside of the person across from you 
what do they want, right? What do they want versus what do they need? What they need is our judgment. What they want comes from their own lips. And, you know, and, and so who are we to tell them that, oh, no, you don't want this, you want that. So love all of that. Um, yeah, be a great listener. Be interested instead of being interesting. Great recommendation. Love, love, love that book. Um, so, Sam, this has been great. Uh, time well spent for me. I mean, I've just really enjoyed getting to know you here. And I really uh, appreciate you uh, sharing everything you know about, you know, or, or at least your your passion for Facebook advertising or social media advertising. Shouldn't just say Facebook. See, that's the old uh, agency owner in me because we were very Facebook oriented, <laughs> but it's so much more than that now. Um, and yeah. uh, and good for you to taking it on because it, it, it wasn't my thing. And when I do adverts, I uh, reach out to other people who are passionate about it. So, so Sam, thank you so much for being here. And, uh, you know, as, as we bring this episode to a close, if you were to just give our uh, listeners just one final piece of advice or words of wisdom to send them out on their day, uh, what would you say to them? Stop thinking you could do everything on your own. You can't, and that's okay. Get help. Getting help is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. Brilliant. I'm not even going to add to that. So those are great words to end this episode by. Sam, thank you to our audience. Thank you. And I want this to mean something for you today. Uh, I want, you know, while you're listening, you probably had some ideas. You probably had some inspired thoughts that, oh, I should go do this or I should go do that. So I want you to pick one thing that you thought of while you were listening to this episode. And I want you to go and Take action on that thing today. Maybe it's that email that you haven't uh, replied to yet, or maybe it's something else uh, in your business. Maybe it's to go sign up for Sam's webinar. That would be a great thing. If you can't think of anything else, at least go do that and uh, and keep moving forward in your business. Never ever give up on your big dream. Uh, and as a coach, we need you to go out there and keep making a big impact. We need you, we need what you do. And, you know, the world is uh, less better off if you can't get your message out there and get your clients out there. So, uh, have, you know, keep moving forward in your business and, uh, in the, and find a collaboration. You might just be one collaboration or partnership away from that breakthrough that you really, really need in your business. So in the meantime, keep moving forward. Um, this has been the Creative Collaboration Show with Chuck Anderson. My guest has been Sam Drews, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com 
com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.